and welcome back for another episode of SEO Your Way to Success. Um, today, I'm really going to try and nail the audio as whenever I actually listen back to these episodes, I'm always like, wow, that's shite audio. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it hasn't really bothered me yet, but I'm getting some traction now and I'm getting a little bit embarrassed about the quality of my audio. So hopefully this one's a little bit better. I should probably re-record my intro as well. Maybe I'll have done it by the time you listen to this um, and it will be slightly better. But I apologize for the poor audio. Um, let's jump straight into it. Today, I want to do something a bit different because, well, personally, I actually always learn better through examples um, and sort of reverse engineering what someone else has done, uh, learning exactly how they did it and the results they got from it. I find that a lot more useful personally than just everything being in theory. So I thought I'd apply that to this podcast and we're going to look at one of my current clients. Um, I can't say who they are because I do sign NDN and NDAs, um, non-disclosure agreements with some of my clients. So I can't share that, but I can share a fair bit of the strategy that we're done and we're doing and the results that we're getting from them, which are fantastic. I'm really pleased with this client. They're really happy too. Um, so I wanna kind of share exactly what we did, the issues they were facing with their SEO, kind of how I approach their situation, um, and then the long-term and short-term steps that we've been taking to sort of, well, their results have just been phenomenal, like 50% growth month on growth. The past couple of months, we've also been focusing on their conversions to great success. Um, they're actually up 66% on their conversions this month, month on month, which is great. Um, they're really pleased. I'm really pleased. So let's talk about how we did it. So before I give you all the sort of juicy details on exactly what I did and how you can maybe apply that to your own business website, let's set the scene a bit and talk about the issues they were having, where they currently were with their SEO before I started working with them, um, and sort of, yeah, set the scene, I guess. Okay. So this company is a well-known tech startup in the UK. Um, they're doing very well with lots of funding, lots of growth predicted, which I mean is pretty good considering the current market for tech startups and sort of everyone laying off. This company is doing the opposite. They're growing at a phenomenal rate and it's great to see. But they've got this website, right? And this website, it got a fair amount of organic traffic to its homepage um, because of all the other channels they were doing. So they've done great brand awareness. Um, so they were getting lots of traffic to their homepage, but what they weren't doing was capitalizing on SEO and sort of raising their brand awareness via content marketing. So they were missing out on this huge opportunity. And to set the scene, Last year, so last month, oh, wait, yeah, last year, January, their blog brought in, hang on, I've got the figures in front of me. Their blog was only bringing in 53 sessions a month, which is pretty poor if you knew this company that, you know, they should be bringing a lot more. Um, and then they started trying different SEO techniques. They were working with different agencies, but I don't think anything really sort of what was working. Um, and when I started working with them, I could see what the issues were, which we will touch on and get into. But working together over these past, I started working about six months ago. And in that time, we've grown their blog traffic to over 10,000 a month in six months. Okay. From 
So from a year ago, it was 53 a month to now it's over 10,000 a month, which is amazing. It's actually, I think, a 19,000% increase. Um, actually, I can also pull up in the six months how much they've grown. So when I started working with them back in July, their blog monthly traffic was around 850, 900. And looking at the kind of stats on Google Analytics, which you should all be using if you're doing SEO, is um, it was kind of stagnant around 700 to 900 for a few months. They weren't seeing any growth. Now, obviously what they want is to see a lot of growth with organic traffic. And most importantly, is start seeing conversions from that organic traffic to help grow their business more. They've got a sign-up form that they want people to be using. And that's kind of what the main aim of SEO is to increase conversions through that for this particular company. I actually did an episode a couple of weeks ago all about setting goals as a small business for your SEO because at the end of the day, yeah, you can be like, oh, we want to get loads of organic traffic. But what's the point of that organic traffic if you're not actually doing anything with it? I mean... It's just useless, really. So you might want to go back a couple episodes. I think it's called How to Set SEO Goals for a Small Business. You know, <laughs> does what it says on the tin. Um, you might want to go check that out. But anyway, so the main aim was to increase organic traffic with the purpose of increasing conversions. So one of their issues that I found pretty early on is that all the previous SEO work they had done had really focused on technical SEO. And now this is when you're sort of improving the indexing of your website. You're making sure that all your out um, all your alt text for your images is correct, or your meta descriptions are good. Um, you're also making sure that perhaps if you're they, these guys are an international sites, so they wanted to check that all their href lang tags were correct. All sounds like gobbledygook, right? But it might sound pretty impressive from the SEO agency's point of view. They're like, look at all this work we're doing. But the issue is. A lot of websites, and especially if you're building on a platform like WordPress or Shopify or Wix or Squarespace, that those those platforms are pretty damn solid. You know, they're built by the best developers in the world. So all the little technical SEO things you're doing aren't actually going to move the needle when it comes to growing your organic traffic. And I think, well, I know this company had kind of spent far too long focusing on the technical SEO, trying to do these sort of quick fixes, hoping for bumps in traffic, and they weren't seeing them. Because what the actual issue was, is it comes down to their content marketing on their website was really, really poor. Quickly, I looked at their blog that they had been do producing for over, I think, six years since they'd launched the website. And I was like, well, I mean, I don't want to read this. Um, so your target audience, because I am actually kind of their target audience, they're not going to want to read this either. They'd created this blog and they weren't putting the proper effort that it needed into it. SEO nowadays is so much more than trying to sort of game the system or game the algorithm. You can't do that. Instead, what SEO is, is making the best website possible that serves your customer. So that might mean it might not be the flashiest looking website. You might not have sort of a custom coded, I don't even don't know what websites can do, like, you know, a custom coded flashy website. If that website isn't a nice user experience for your target audience, if the content marketing, the blog posts that you're putting on there aren't actually useful for your target audience, your target audience 
isn't going to care about your blog. And therefore, Google won't care about your blog. And if Google doesn't care about your blog, they're also going to kind of lower down your ranking on your key landing pages. I think a lot of people miss this point out that your blog is a great way to improve the overall quality of your website. And by improving the overall quality of your website, positioning yourself as an expert, showing you've got experience in your industry, you know what you're talking about, you can serve your clients, you've got the best products for your clients, showing Google that you're all of that via your blog is a great way to boost your overall overall SEO. By having that blog there, you're indirectly showing Google you're an expert in your field. And so Google will bump up your other landing pages or your other product pages or your other collection pages or your other service pages. I'm going to say that again. Your blog will bump up the overall quality of your website and increase your overall SEO. So it's really important. It's not just about getting traffic to your website via your blog. Another great thing about blogs is that you can use them You can use the content there to internally link to your other pages on your website. So if you're writing a little blog post and then you mention one of your products in your blog post, you then link to that product through your blog post or through to that service through your blog post. And then Google will recognize that you're pushing that product or service page. And again, it will give a little boost in the rankings. So these are lots of reasons why blogs are so important. And this company clearly hadn't been prioritizing their blog. So what did I do? Okay, the first thing I did was a little quick, well, not quick, there was quite a lot of content on there, but I did a content audit. So I went through all of the blog posts and we decided which ones we want to improve, which ones can stay as they are, and which ones we're going to delete, and then which ones we're going to no index as well. So the ones we can improve was I went into Google Search Console and I found opportunity. I looked at all the data. Again, if you don't have Google Search Console, side note, Google Search Console is gold for SEOs. And in fact, all marketers, everyone should be using Google Search Console. It's fantastic data for exactly what people are typing in to find your business website. So I went into Google Search Console and I looked at all the blog posts and I could see what they were ranking for and what they had opportunities to rank higher for. And if I saw opportunities there, then I marked them as improve. And then sometimes as well, they were doing great. They were ranking really high, a couple of them. So we decided just to leave them as they are. They don't need any work doing on them. Other ones were absolutely awful. I could just tell that they were never going to rank for anything. And I just got rid of them. Other ones were important from a user experience point of view. And I'm going to say these are kind of um, press releases that they'd done or, you know, media um, mentions, I mean, so this tech company got featured in XYZ news, um, newspaper, and they wanted to highlight that. And that's quite nice to show that, you know, they've got the expertise and authority, but it wasn't really helping the overall quality of their blog. So what I did there was I marked it as no index. Now, if you're on Shopify or on WordPress, it's pretty easy to mark um, pages or posts as no index. On Squarespace and Wix, it's not as easy, but you can Google it and then you can find the code that you can add in. Um, or maybe they've changed it now and then maybe they have settings. Um, but either way, if you're on a platform, it's pretty easy to, or you've got a CMS to mark things as no index. So those are the four kind of categories I had. Improve, keep, delete, 
or no index. And I went through all the blog posts. Then what we did was we also started working on a new content strategy. And this content strategy put the customer at its heart. I just spent time thinking, kind of planning and doing the keyword research on what would I want if I was kind of searching for topics around this product, this service that this tech company has? What kind of useful information can they give me which is related to this service? I also, what I did was, in terms of thinking of conversions, some of their blog posts were converting quite well. And I thought, is there any other content we can produce which is quite similar, um, which would also create higher conversion rates? So I looked for opportunities there. I did do a lot of time looking, I did spend a lot of time looking at the current data. And if you're a business and you've already got, you know, you've been in business for two years or so or a year, you've already got a few blog posts up there, or even you've only got your service pages up there, your product pages up there, spend time on Google and Search Console looking at what's working, what kind of terms are people searching. And what you can also do is look at competitors as well, see what's kind of working on their blog posts. If you've got access to an SEO tool like Ahrefs or SEMrush, you can really get into that and you can see their exact top pages or their top posts and see what's working well. Don't be afraid to look at competitors and try and reverse engineer what's working and how you can apply that too to your business website. But my point is, you really want to spend a lot of time looking at your data, both for the content audit and for the content strategy. So then what we started doing was working simultaneously with their marketing team to improve their current blog posts, really upping the quality. And I mean, like these were complete rewrites in some cases, because just nowadays writing a fluffy 500 word blog post on a, perhaps the title is, you know, ultimate guide to candle making. And you you think 500 words is enough. It's not enough. You need to have unique information in there, exact step-by-step process. The FAQs in there, you need to have unique original images. If you can, it might even be worth making original videos. Just do a little YouTube video and embed it in there or a Vimeo video, embed it in there. Um, But your blog posts are really all about quality. So we spent time, a lot of time rewriting blog posts. And then we also started introducing the new blog posts from the content strategy that I created. And month by month, we are seeing phenomenal results. So the organic traffic was growing really fast, you know, 50% month on month. It's great. Like I said, we're up to over 10,000 monthly now. When we started, we're only at 850, 900. It's really fantastic to see. But like I said, SEO or organic traffic is useless if you're not turning those visitors into customers. So a few months in, we did kind of realize we were like, "Mm, this traffic isn't converting yet. So again, I went back to the website. I looked at what was working and I could see, I looked at the data and I could see that on some of the blog posts, they had more CTAs. Now it sounds obvious, but when you kind of get bogged down into creating content for your blog, you kind of sometimes forget about CTAs and adding them in. And also you might not make them obvious enough, just sort of a click here isn't, you know, no one's going to, people are scanning these days. They're scrolling on their phones. They're swiping down quickly. Things get missed. So we spent time redesigning the whole blog post template. Now this might not be possible for everyone. Obviously this company has a whole team of developers that we work with, but what you can do 
is sort of find a plugin to add in, I don't know, a flashy little button, or you could even just write your CTA in bold, in a larger font, underline it, change the color, whatever you can do to make it stand out, and then add that CTA in more. You wanna add it in near the top, in the middle, at the bottom. Give people a reason to click through either to product pages or to your sign-up form or to your free quote page. But if you're not telling people about your services via your blog, how are they gonna know? So that's why CTAs are so important. So we really focus, also side note, just in case you don't know what CTA is, call to action. (laughs) Um, So yeah, okay, so we really worked on that. And do you know what? That is now working as well. Last month to this month, we actually saw a 66% increase in conversions on the blog, which is, again, fantastic. It just shows what some kind of strategic thinking, putting the customer first, and then sort of working on our actual conversion rate optimization process. Like it works wonders when you actually sort of break down and think, hang on a minute, how can I make this website better for my user? It's not about what I want on a website. It's not about what the client wants on a website. It's what the target audience wants on a website. How can you give them information that serves them, that's helpful, And then how can you gently point them in the direction for a conversion? The final thing I want to talk about for this this company, this case study, is we also started increasing other landing pages. Now, this is something as well that I see that a lot of small businesses could do. On their homepage, they list all their services, right? But from Google's point of view, If you're trying to put all your services, i.e. keywords, on one page, how's Google going to know which which page to rank you for? Now, this doesn't apply for all cases, but perhaps if you're a hairdresser, you might want to think about having a page for specifically curly hair if you do that. Textured hair, or you could have a page for your specific coloring services, or perhaps you do bridal hair. But you might want to think about increasing your number of landing pages and have specific service pages where you talk in detail about that particular service for your website. And this is also what we did with this company. And instead, what we did is so this company has locations all over the UK and they weren't capitalizing on that. So we decided to introduce some sort of location pages. And again, we're starting to see some real growth and traction from that. It's early days, but I'm excited to see where that goes. Side note, if you're a completely online business, please don't go creating um, location pages because this is actually against Google guidelines and you might end up with a penalty. Um, Only create location pages if you actually see your customers in a certain place or they come to you or you service a certain radius. But yeah, okay. So to recap this case study, I took it from 850, 900 Um, organic traffic to their blog post in a month to over 10,000 in a month in just six months. And this isn't a big marketing marketing team. I'm I'm only working with three three or four people. They've only got one writer. So I know that might seem a bit, oh my gosh, but that's still a lot more people than just me. But you could still take your website, say from 50 organic organic traffic visits a month to a few hundred in six months. If you just focus on trying to get a couple blog posts out um, every couple months, just do one a month. I've actually did an episode last week all about you know trying to find time for SEO as a busy business owner. I know it's not easy. It's all about just that little 1% 
what five minute tasks can you do each day? If it's just writing a hundred words each day, then eventually you're going to get a thousand word blog post in 10 days. Wow. Boom. Done. You know, that's less than two weeks and you've got a blog post out. So over time, we took it from 850 to 900 um, to over 10,000. Uh, and we did this with a content audit, getting rid of lots of the kind of fluffy pages, um, improving lots of pages. And then we also um, worked on the content strategy, creating lots of rich content that really focused on how to kind of serve the customer what we thought about what the customer wanted and we focused on creating content that served that purpose and then we also worked on our conversion rate optimization for those blog posts so we could actually convert people from just blog readers to customers and finally we also increased our number of landing pages and it's all working really well and so i think all those kind of tactics those three tactics anyone can do you can go today and have a look at your blog posts and think "Mm, could i add in a few ctas Or you could go look at your blog posts, go look at Google Search Console, the data there and think, "Mm, maybe some of these keywords, um, maybe some of these blog posts could be optimized better, could be improved, the quality. If you're struggling with blog post writing, um, you don't even know where to start generating ideas or where to start doing keyword research, then please go check out www.theplansuccess.com where I have lots of free SEO resources, um, including a blog post generator guide, which will give you six months of ideas in like 15 minutes. It's fab. Or you could also check out my little SEO masterclass, which is free. And it's all about how to optimize your homepage, which is arguably the most important page for any small business website. So please go check that out. Also, make sure you follow me on Instagram at The Plan Success if you want some daily or maybe not daily, every other day SEO tips. Um, But that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed a sort of look at the behind the scenes on how I help clients. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Now it's time for me to re-record my intro. Cause like I said, that sound quality is not up there. Let's hope that today's sound quality is slightly better.